From Moses, the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, this is the In Her Boots podcast, a show about women cultivating the sustainable and organic agriculture movement and how she does it. My name is Lisa Kiverest, and I founded and lead the award-winning Moses In Her Boots project, providing training, resources, and support for women farmers. I'm a farmer myself, running in serendipity with my family in Wisconsin, and am the author of Soil Sisters, a toolkit for women farmers. The In Her Boots podcast celebrates the collaborative spirit of us women farmers and all women working to transform our food system and steward our land, sharing ideas and inspiration with each other. Whether you're a woman with a dream of starting your own farm or already have your hands deep in the soil, there's something for you here. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss anything. We wrap up our series with Alicia Rosby of Woolly Time Microfarm with important advice and ideas on how we as women farmers in organic agriculture can step up to the leadership plate. Hear how she learned to take advantage of opportunities that led her to become the first female Muslim chapter president in National Farmers Union history. Alicia Rosby is the owner and operator of Woolly Time Microfarm in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, a two acre farm specializing in CSA, halal butchered poultry, jams and chutneys, and home-baked goods. She serves as president of the Wood Portage Wapaka County Chapter of Wisconsin Farmers Union and is a graduate of the National Farmers Union Beginning Farmer Institute. We are wrapping up our podcast series with Alicia Rosby of Woolly Time Micro Farm today on a topic I know near and dear to both of our hearts of women, particularly women farmers and women in sustainable and organic agriculture, stepping up to that leadership plate, which you have really run with. And I know in an earlier episode, we were talking about particularly the Farmers Union and an organization like that, that was really instrumental and inspiration when you got started. But when you said you jumped in, you really did and have done so much with that organization too. But let's start there. I mean, what Right now, you're president of your chapter, right? Yes, and have yes. been for a bit. What sparked that? Well, um, I went to my very first farmers union meeting, and um, I'm not exaggerating. I left as the secretary treasurer, and um, so, <laughs> <laughs> which that is happens. not that uncommon. Yeah, <laughs> fresh um, person. That's right. That's right. But I really. But liked you said it. yes. I don't mean to be facetious. Yeah. There. No. No. I. I did say yes, and I really, really liked the work. Um, it was something. I was busy writing and taking minutes, and so I could just learn everything, and I could, um, you know, really infuse it into me because I was listening and writing at the same time. And um, so I learned about what Farmers Union was before I really even had a thought about getting involved, um, and that that worked out very well for me. Um, after being the secretary treasurer for two years, um, it was made apparent that our current president was going to step down. And so kind of a spark of an idea was planted. Um, I did not come up with the idea myself to run, but um, the person uh, who recommended me for the position let me sit with everything for a while and get used to the idea. Um, And when I told him that I would indeed be running. Um, I don't know. It was electric. It was um, the, 
Politically, um, I ran in 2016, um, and I was elected president on November 13th, which is one week after President Trump was elected president. And um, so it felt, to me, it felt um, like I was finding this common ground with these farmers, and I was being um, celebrated, and I was, um, I was... It was discovered uh, the night that I accepted the office um, that I was the first Muslim person to be a president of a chapter in Farmers Union history, and That's so amazing. it was it was awesome. And um, I take the uh, privilege very seriously. Um, I'm very humbled by the support that I have um, in my local chapter, and um, I probably will stay the president as long as they'll have me because I just enjoy um, and, and feel so supported by that particular group. Um, I'm so happy that I have found, um, like I had said earlier, I, I feel like I found my people and um, and they are the farmers union. So I love it. And I love the opportunities that it's afforded. That's terrific. And as you were talking about earlier, Alicia, that somebody asked you to run, the research shows that we as women need to be asked. It's, it is the way it is. And I think it has a lot to do with us wanting to know we have that community and that support. Whereas just, again, the statistics show a, a male will be more likely to just say, yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run. Yep. And we need to celebrate that, I think, and just keep asking the women we know to run, even if it's not on somebody's radar right now. Right. You plant that seed. Yes, I totally agree. And I, I um, attended a um, plate to politics session while I was in um, Washington, D.C. this September. Um, I have been fortunate enough to go and uh, lobby with the Farmers Union uh, for the past two years, 17 and 18. And um, at one of these sessions was told that um, – women will wait until they're overqualified for a position um, and, and men uh, will run when they think that they would like the position um, and work their way into the position. Um, so it goes really well with what you're saying. Um, and and I, I'm a perfect example. I was the secretary treasurer for two years and I still wasn't stepping up to the plate until somebody tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, give it a shot. And um, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that they did that. It was great. Sure. It really makes such a, a difference. And to the on the plate to politics side, too, it's actually not just women in agriculture, but total women running for office. The statistics also show that women win as much as men. It's just we don't run as much. So all of these discrepancies you see from Congress to local government of women not being represented, it's that we're not running right. as much yep. yet. and. Yeah, and I get to that. You know, in many cases, it might not be the right time for somebody, but planting those seeds and whenever we see something, a board position open or a grant review spot open, or we mm -hmm. see things all the time, right? That right. there's just opportunities to uh, suggest and yeah. to ask. And that makes all the difference. And you've really also, too, taken advantage of other opportunities to stretch yourself. You were talking about like, the Beginning Farmer Institute, the BFI program with Farmers Union, and you've been out to the Women's Conference yes, through the San Farmers Diego. Union. And, and organizations like the Farmers Union really open up those doors that 
you need to say yes to, right? I 100% agree. I think that there is nothing special about me except for that I try and that I ask. That's the only thing. Um, and I have been so fortunate the last two years to have, like you said, go to the women's uh, conference, the national convention twice, the uh, fly-in twice. Um, and it's just because I asked. It's just because I was willing to fill out a scholarship application or um, ask somebody if I could. And um, it's <laughs> it's great. I suggest that you try and you just ask because you'll. that's uh, taken me farther than I expected. That's great. And can you far. talk a little bit too about the fly-in and these, and I know Farmers Union also does lobby days, but these are organized days where you as an American visit your elected officials, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's the end of it. But that's there's exactly. more to it than that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's exactly what we do. We um, work uh, in a large group um Wisconsin sends several people, and so do all of the other states, and we um, all converge as farmers um, on the nation's capital, or even in in Madison in Wisconsin. Um, once a year, we do that as well, and we bring topics to the attention of the local politicians or our state politicians, and um, so we've been able to talk about renewable energies. Um, we've been able to talk about uh, universal health care for all or accessible health care for all, uh, the dairy crisis. Um, and it's been incredible because we are able to bring our own personal stories to Capitol Hill. I was able to tell my story um, about being a caregiver for my husband while he endured leukemia and um, a $525,000 um, health improvement with the stem cell transplant, um, and how a person um, needs health care and a person to to survive in this world. We would never have overcome such debt if uh, without insurance. And um, we uh, we will always have pre-existing conditions uh, in our family that we have to consider. And those types of issues I was able to talk to Tammy Baldwin in person about. And it was, it's just um, this wonderful opportunity to bring your personal story to to Washington. And we do the same thing in, in Madison every year as well. And when organizations like Farmers Union and other entities do it too, when they organize these days, they're super helpful. Because yes. they they train you, you, you feel confident. I remember yes. the first time I went to one, it can be intimidating. Absolutely. I was so afraid the very first time that I went. And um, my first time was going to Madison. Um, so I was able to kind of work my way up to um, going to Washington. But um, there is, you're never by yourself. Um, you are surrounded by people who um, have interest or expertise in certain topics, they'll ask you to chime in or have expertise on a different a topic that speaks to you. Um, and then when it's all over, you debrief and uh, with your team and talk about how things may have gone differently or if if you felt that they needed to. Um, and the And the folks are in the room with you to support you. So if they see you starting to be flustered and not know what to say. They're there to be your scaffolding and um, help keep you, you know, keep you up and, um, or take over if they need, if you need to. And um, it's, 
it's empowering. Uh, it's just incredible. Yeah. And is it one of those things too that with practice, the more you do it, the easier it gets? Well, yeah. <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> I would say. There's always different players in the room, right? <laughs> yeah. This um, last year going there for healthcare, I was very passionate about the subject. And so honestly, last year was easier for me. This year, our, our main topic was the dairy crisis. And I am not a dairy farmer. Um, I am very uh, concerned, worried about and, and sympathetic or empathetic to the the situation that dairy farmers are faced with right now. But I don't have those real life examples to draw upon, um, and so this was a much quieter year. And um, but I I took so much from it. I learned so much because I was able to uh, really understand what it was to be in um, the boots of a dairy farmer right now. Um, and then I got to stand next to them and be there in solidarity, which is great. Yeah, and how. Have your own leadership skills evolved and grown since you've been president of your chapter or I it's it's been incredible. Um I think that's my word of the day. I think I've said it about twenty times. It's <laughs> an incredible word. You do that. Um yes. no, I think uh there is no way that I would have known what my trajectory was gonna be before I stepped into, um, that first meeting or before I became president of the, of the chapter, um, the opportunities for learning have just expounded, um, being able to be in that BFI program last year, uh, was wonderful. Um, there was an impromptu chance to speak at the women's conference and I, I tried and, and my voice shook the whole time and I was super scared, but I did it. And it was, it was it was a beautiful moment, and I was so glad to have shared myself with um, the the other women in the room, and that gave me the uh, the bravery to um, try again in the plate to politics uh, class last year or in last September. Um, being a keynote at Moses is just another thing that I never expected, and I am so excited um, that I can put that on my list of incredible things that have happened to Alicia. (laughs) Incredible. Excellent. Thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for listening to our In Her Boots podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Kiverest, with the Moses In Her Boots project. This episode's audio engineer was Liam Kiverest of TechSocket.net. The podcast was brought to you by the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, Moses. The mission of Moses is to educate, inspire, and empower farmers to thrive in a sustainable, organic system of agriculture. For more information on Moses, In Her Boots, and a bounty of organic resources, check out mosesorganic.org.